0: Hey guys, welcome back to Roundtable Rundown. I'm Gideon here with Will and Alex. Today we have a very special interview for you in collaboration with Harvard-Westlake's three-and-out podcast of the Chronicle Podcast Network. Please enjoy our interview with Colin Coward. Just about the NFL, what is your gut-feeling Super Bowl prediction for this year?
1: Well, I'd say there's probably a group of two or three from each conference that I like. I like Aaron Rodgers, I think the Green Bay Uh, They've fortified their defense. I think Philadelphia is really good. Carson Wentz comes back. Good free agency. Good draft. Uh, I would say the Rams are still really, really good. So those three teams, Green Bay, Philly, L.A. Rams in the NFC and the AFC. I think New England will be more athletic. Uh, They missed Gronk, but they did well in the draft. Uh, I think. The Colts and Andrew Luck will be really good again. They just got better. They're still rebuilding, and I'll take Kansas City or the Chargers. Uh, Kansas City's got the better quarterback, probably the better coach in Andy Reid, so a slight edge to them. So I I don't really have a pick yet. I've got about three in each conference.
0: And kind of just building off predictions for next year, which NFL team do you think will be the biggest surprise and which team will be the biggest disappointment?
1: Uh, in the NFL, they have an offensive coach for Sam Darnold. So I would take the Jets to go from four wins to eight or nine. That'll surprise a lot of people. Uh, disappointment, I think the Bears won't be nearly as good. Um, I think there were a term I use is smoke and mirrors. They They did a little David Copperfield. They try to fool people a lot with their offense. I thought by the end of the year, people kind of figured the Bears offense out. Uh, and so they were a 13 win team last year. I think they're much closer to, you know, a nine win team. I think they won 12 last year. They'll go back to nine.
0: All right. And, um, what about football made you want to cover it? Like when you were growing up, like what is, what's important about football to you?
1: Well, I cover sports that I think the public likes. So the national football league professional football in America is easily the most popular sport. Um, so I, I cover what the audience likes, uh, college football is popular, but maybe about a fourth, a quarter as popular as the NFL. I cover that much less. And then I cover the NBA because again, people like it generally, the way it works is people like the pro sports version over the college sports version. So people like the NFL more than college football, NBA, more than college basketball, major league baseball over college baseball um and and you know and, and mls over college soccer so but the football and basketball still drive this country you know october's good baseball playoff stuff but you know i, I generally follow what the public likes
0: great thank you so much Mr. Coward, for being here i just wanted to ask you um like as both a television and radio host and even both at the same time uh which method of broadcast do you like prefer and which do you feel more natural in
1: Well, radio is easier for me because I've been doing it longer and uh, it's more storytelling. Um, Television, you got the makeup, you got all the cameras uh, you got to play to the camera a little bit and all the angles of it. Uh, I think TV is more difficult. TV is also more about the staff, the producers, uh, the writers. Whereas if you're good on radio, You know, you could give me a microphone and a radio, and I could do most of the show with maybe just one producer, whereas in television, you need a lot of help. Graphics people, camera people, co-hosts. So I think television's harder, Uh, radio is easier, and radio to me is more fun. TVs actually work.
0: So um, just building off of that, would you mind at all speaking uh, uh, to the audience about, you know, how you got started in sports media, how you got started in broadcasting, and, um, you know...
1: What your initial jump point into the sports world was? Well, I got a job at a college with a baseball team and a minor league baseball team in Las Vegas, and they said, we'll let you do an inning, a play by play a night if you do sales. And so I did. Uh, that's how I got into it. I, I did a good job selling, and then I do an inning here and an inning there and um, and that and then all of a sudden, I did a bunch of innings. And a local TV station had a sportscaster uh, leave, and they gave me his job. And then, pretty much, it just over time, I ended up kind of just adding, adding, adding. And I went from Vegas to Tampa, and Tampa to Portland, and Portland to ESPN, and ESPN to Fox. And it, you know, it's been a th- it's been a twenty five year career of me moving around.
0: Uh, so obviously, there's been a lot of controversy between you and Baker Mayfield for uh, what you said, which, by the way, I totally agree with. I totally agree with your assessment of Baker Mayfield. Uh, Can you give our audience your true assessment of Baker Mayfield right now and your prediction for the future?
1: Well, I think he's real accurate, so I never thought he'd be terrible. I thought he'd make it as an NFL starting quarterback. He's been a little better throwing the ball deep than I thought. He's a better deep ball thrower. Um, And he's got a certain spunk about him, a sort of rebellion that I like. Um, I think he can be immature. Um, I think when you're a quarterback, you're, you know, you're the face of a $5 billion franchise. And he, sometimes I think there's some nonsense, but I do think there's talent there. And I think he's got a leadership component. That's valuable people. They rally around him. Um, he'll have some bumps along the way and he'll have to overcome those. But I think going forward, I think his biggest roadblock is probably the organization. Uh, Cleveland's had nine coaches in the same time period. New England's had one, uh, they're not well run, not well owned. Um, and I think he'll have to overcome a certain level of chaos. He's already on his second coach in year two, and I don't think Freddie Kitchens will last very long. So I think after two years, they will fire Freddie Kitchens and he'll be on his third coach in four years. And that's Cleveland. Um, but, uh, for the time being, uh, I think he's talented um, I think that division's pretty tough, but I think he's a talented guy. And uh, we'll see where it goes. I think he'll have some success in the league, but I, I don't see him being the next Brady or Breeze or Russell Wilson.
0: Right, and he, he came on your show. He talked with you. What other athletes do you love having on talking with you on your show?
1: Anybody that's smart. Anybody that l- likes to have fun. You know, if somebody, you know, Charles Barkley, when I've had him on, makes me laugh. If you get athletes who are willing to push back, Uh, I'm critical of athletes, so I have no problem bringing an athlete on uh, and he can go back at me. Uh, You know, if I'm going to be critical of an athlete and bring them on, they should have the right to go back at me. So there's nobody in particular. Um, You know, I'm always looking for interesting people who have an opinion uh, that are thoughtful. Um, I think that's what we're all looking for in our business.
0: Right. And uh, just one last question. What is your favorite part of this job? Because this sounds like a dream job, honestly. And what, what's the best part of it for you?
1: Well, you know, it's, it's kind of fun to wake up every morning and realize uh, millions of people are going to turn and listen to your opinion. Um, I mean, last year we had over 330 million views just on Facebook. Um, you know, 120 million listens on podcasting. So, you know, you add that up, that's hundreds of millions of people or views. So, you know, it's fun. It's fun to be part of people's lives. It's fun to have a strong opinion and, you know, every morning driving to work. People, I like that. Um, it, it, it. And I like and I take it seriously. I work really hard on my craft. It's, you know, there's a lot of good jobs in the world. I, I think I got one of them. And there's bad jobs. There's jobs that are physically, you know, debilitating. You know, yeah, my my stepdad was a utility foreman. And one time lightning hit the pole he was on and he was blinded for about a week and a half. And it's like, that's not fun. Uh, He worked in bad weather and storms. So, you know, I always feel kind of, you know, kind of lucky um, that I picked something I wanted to do and I've had, you know, pretty good level of success at it. So I think that's as lucky as you can be.
0: Definitely. And is is there anything else you'd like to add before we sign off here?
1: Now what? Now you. What's the radio station? Am I on live? Is this live? No, you're not live.
0: Don't no worry. This is going up on a uh, Spotify podcast app, all over the place.
1: Uh, no, I I like helping young people. I just you know put your head to it, your mind to it, your head down, work hard. But it's a fun job. Now it won't pay a lot for the first few years. But you know, most really good jobs, you got to scrap around for a couple years, but you know, once you get in the groove, you get a good job. it's a fun it's a fun business. it is it's fun it's a you get some travel in it. I've done a lot of that, and just keep getting better and better, and I wish you guys luck.
0: All right, thank you so much for coming on. All right, guys. thank you.